up on Metro FM, weekdays, 5 till 9 a.m. It's 8.40. Good morning. Wake up on Metro FM. Ricky Rick, Mlindo the vocalist, you and I. Let's get into personal mastery. This is a session we have every Tuesday as we wake up on Metro FM and we touch on a number of topics that relate to how you manage different areas of your life. And today we're going to be talking about how to and when to as far as vulnerability is concerned. So basically, how and when to be vulnerable. Dr. Tepiso Matenchi joins us every Tuesday. She's a psychologist and we love having her on board. Good morning, Doc. Thank you for your time. Uh, thank you so much. Good morning, family. How are you guys? We are good. Thank Great, you. Thank you. Right. Um, the how to and when to of vulnerability. Okay, let, let's start at the beginning, Doc. Uh, if, you, if you Google vulnerability, you, you'll get a generic definition which relates to things in general. But specifically in our context, what do we mean by vulnerability? So if you think about the different, the, the different things that can actually make you open to possible harm, possible attacks, possible exploitation. And we recognize that those things can be multidimensional. It could be things that have to do with physical things, whether you're going to be uh, injured or it could be things that have to do with socioeconomic things, you getting retrenched, uh, you losing uh, um, something that allows you to, to, to maintain the standard, standard of life you're used to. It can also be emotional or environmental. Look at how uh, COVID has affected us or the fact that we could be ill, right? Mm. Um, so there's internal and external factors that can make us vulnerable. Now, last week, I introduced you guys to ego states. And the way that I want to approach it is from a psychological perspective, where we are talking about the fact that when I am vulnerable, when I am open to possible harm and possible um, attack, I am actually opening myself up to not knowing. Think about a child who does not know what's happening. You're not in control. Think about being out of your depth. You're actually now trying to do something. And the extent to which your current uh, capabilities are at is not at the task or what is required of you. Mm-hmm. And there's a serious gap and you're out of your depth or you're outside of your zone of proximal development. And when you access that inner child, you are aware that you cannot be as free as you want to be. Because if you are, you are open to judgment. You are open to criticism. And you are also aware that you are exposing yourself and your weaknesses and your vulnerabilities abilities are actually going to be in clear view by everybody who is with you. And maybe that might be because you've got a history of being hurt, you've got a history of being abused, of being attacked, and you are aware that I need to protect that vulnerable child. And I can't just be free and expose the inner child in me. I must constantly be guarded. I must be thinking about possible attacks, possible scenarios, and then constantly make sure that I am in control. I am able to manage and engage with how other people are in Interacting with me in a space that does not allow me to expose my weaknesses. Mm. Let's talk about the how to and when to, because I think that's a very important part of this conversation. In that, um, it's not always necessary for you to show vulnerability. So then, when, 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 what is the when to of it, and and the how to as well. what is interesting is that I don't think vulnerability is a problem. The way that I phrase it comes from a negative perspective, and that's because most of us experience it from that sense of losing control, being out of the death, not knowing, and actually it's not feeling like you have the capacity. But being vulnerable actually indicates to you a couple of things. Firstly, it highlights to you areas within your life that you clearly might be not having the capacity to deal with. And a lot of what we've been talking about here in terms of personal mastery is how do I capacitate myself, build the competence, 
to be able to do what I need to do to thrive, to be the best version of myself, mm-hmm. but also to be elastic and, 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 and expand in the way that my situation is requiring, right? And when you recognize that you're vulnerable in certain areas where you lack competence, see it as a teachable moment for you. That, okay, I want to learn how to control my anger. I want to learn how to trust women if I have been hurt because I know that I love and I know that I've got a, a very toxic way of engaging with people and I want to be the one in control. If I am truly going to be free and access that that, that, that that spontaneous, free, fun, loving side of me, it means that I'm also going to be exposing myself to being hurt. So how do I deal with hurt when it happens? The second area that vulnerability teaches you is where to be resilient because it's possible that you have very low resilience factors. Mm-hmm. Here's one of them. Firstly, you might find that in terms of your own internal conversation, your own intrinsic motivation, you tend to be very low. And as a result, when you're facing adversity, you lack the capacity to talk yourself through it, to focus the energy, to access the resources within yourself, but also within your environment, so that you're able to bounce back. Resilience has to do with your ability to bounce back and recognizing where are the things that you need to build internally and externally to allow you to pull yourself out of uh, uh, a possible um, um, a pit when you are not in a good space. Mm. But firstly, there's things you don't have control over that are either internal or outside of yourself. And one of the things that we know that change is inevitable. There was always going to be things that are going to hit you unexpected that are, are because life presenting themselves with you. There can be breakdowns that are outside of your control and you need to be able to be adaptable to rise to those kinds of things. So when you are vulnerable, understand that there are certain habits that you can cultivate that can allow you to prepare yourself to deal with things and as you adapt and as you grow, as you develop, you actually strengthen yourself. So it doesn't become a threat. It's an issue of, it's an indication of what I need to learn and how I need to to adapt. Sure. Doc, it's Lindy here. Are there safe places for you to share your vulnerability? And the reason that I ask is we, we also got a tweet from Jose Sihume who says, being vulnerable is well and good. The last thing you want to do is share your vulnerability with someone and then, you know, they make it seem like, oh, you know, what you know, what is this? What are these emotions that you're sharing? That is coming from a place of having a victim mindset. Uh, Everybody, I want to say something, right? Mm. Uh, There isn't anybody who is perfect, whose life is completely perfect. And when you have, when you're looking, for example, at your resilience factors, you're looking at people, you're looking at your own internal things, you're looking at spaces where you are able to access. You're also looking at relationships outside of your proximal circle where you can go and access help. And those are places where you can be vulnerable. And with people, you can be vulnerable. Let's begin with the fact that when you are not okay, admit when you are not okay. Stop lying to yourself saying, no, I'm okay. As long as nobody knows, I am fine. Mm. Sometimes you are lying to yourself and therefore delaying the opportunity for you to get help. So be vulnerable with yourself. Be true with yourself. But also a significant others, whether this might be your mentor, your coach, your parents, your wife, your spouse, your children. Yeah. I was watching yesterday somebody saying, I don't want my child to be vulnerable. And I'm saying, but how does your child know that it's okay for them to be vulnerable if you as a parent are not willing to model what being vulnerable is? Mm. Yes, there's a limit to how much you can be vulnerable with your child, but there's also an opportunity for you to teach them that even I as a parent feel sad. I as a parent feel out of my depth, and this is how I'm managing it, and this is how I need you to be able to just give me a hug and sit with me and understand so that we are able to support each other. That way you're modeling how your child can also be vulnerable with you and be able to tell you whether they're not okay. Mm. It's Personal Mastery today, and Dr. Tebiso Matenji is with us. We're talking about the how-to and when-to 
of vulnerability. And um, I think she's broken it down beautifully. Mm. So if you connect with our conversation this morning, you can tweet us, hashtag wake up on Metro FM, whether it's how you relate as a parent, whether it's how you relate as a partner, as a friend, even as a colleague. I think we've all got the ability to find it in us to be vulnerable and that it's not necessarily a weakness. But maybe you've got your own views about it. You can tweet us and share your comments. The Euro Millions rolled over again and is now offering a payout of 3.6 billion rand. Will yours be the winning numbers tonight? Place your bets on lotterland.co.za before 7.30pm tonight and you could be South Africa's newest billionaire. Lotterland is changing lives and of course Lotterland South Africa is a licensed bookmaker with the Western Cape Gambling and Racing Board. No persons under the age of 18 years are permitted to gamble. Winners know when to stop. National Responsible Gambling Toll-Free Counseling Line at 0800-006-008 or WhatsApp help to 076-675-0710. Today on Personal Mastery, we're looking at the how-to and when-to of vulnerability. And it's, it's a vital emotional skill just by virtue of the conversation we are having now with Dr. Madenji. And one of the things, of course, is once you embark on a journey of trying to figure it all out in the name of vulnerability and embrace it. What should you be careful of? What should you be looking out for? Now, I mean, Doc, it's important to to, to obviously be aware of this kind of direction or, or the change that you'd like to see in yourself. So what are some of those things that we need to be wary of as we try and make ourselves a bit more, um, a bit more human? Because I think being vulnerable yeah. is very human, yeah. Um, the first one, when you are afraid, admit when you are scared out of your depth. And that is an issue that people actually are not comfortable admitting, that I am scared. I don't know what I am doing. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know how to do this. Mm. Admit that. Be willing to be able to admit it to yourself and to be able to verbalize it, externalize it, and share it with your significant other. Especially people who are actually in a position to be able to uh, maybe give you advice, tell you a strategy on how to come out of it. Secondly, admit when you do not know how to do something. When you are bad, when you are actually completely outpaced, outmatched, and out of your comfort zone zone of proximal development. Because that way, you are actually also opening up the opportunity for you to learn. You are saying, I am having a, a beginner's mindset. I don't know how to do this. I actually have tried it and I failed. I actually would like to be able to give in guidance and mentorship to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Thirdly, admit when you have done something wrong. Instead of trying to blame other people and say, yeah, it's because of so-and-so, take the responsibility, take a, hold yourself accountable to be able to say that I did not know how to do it. I did it wrong. I didn't do it as well. And we find that in the workplace, most people are not willing to admit when they've done something wrong because they're afraid of the reprisal and the, the, the punishment that might come with it with the consequences. So, uh, firstly, admit when you are hurt. A lot of us want to put the brave outer face to people because we don't want to show them more. Hey, you know more, when you said what you said, actually, it hurt me. When you did what you did, it actually upset me. Yeah. Because that way, you might see that you've got power over me. It is okay for you to admit when you are hurt. And that is also an opportunity for you to encourage somebody to show empathy to you, to show compassion, and hold themselves responsible in terms of how they treat you. And that's you actually teaching them how to treat you. Fifthly, Learn to accept and communicate when you love, when you respect, when you admire, when you appreciate, when you need 
other people. A lot of us don't want to actually admit that, you know what, Lindy, I like you. I actually think you're a good person. I would like to be your friend. We don't want to indicate it because that means we're exposing ourselves in terms of how I need you, how I actually have got emotional needs that are being met by you being present in my life. Mm. So be vulnerable in terms of sharing what you appreciate, what you love, what you admire, what you like, what you respect about another person. It's also how you foster that close intimacy with people so that they know where you come from. You're being a true authentic self with them and they can also eat an invitation for them to be their true open and authentic self with you. You know, um, Doctor, just listening to everything that you're saying, and I've been silently listening because uh, I think the only thing when vulnerability comes into conversation, we all have it. But would you Mm. honestly say it is the most accurate um, measure of one's courage? It it is. It is an indication of uh, um, you being vulnerable and being able to be in touch with you, all of your sides, right? Mm. However... Um, there are people who use their vulnerability as a weapon. Uh, we've talked about uh, weaponized incompetence, mm. where you are aware that, you know what, now nah, I don't have parents, now nah, I'm unemployed, now nah, eh, nah, this is not that mm. life for mm. me. We talked about the victim mindset earlier. Sure. It, that is not vulnerability. When you are recognizing your own shortcomings mm. and you are all constantly upfront with them and using them as a way to solicit sympathy, to solicit people to coerce them into doing things for you, that's not you being vulnerable. You're being actually manipulative, you're very toxic, mm. and you're actually using your own weaknesses and you're weaponizing them so that you can manipulate and control other people. Other people. That is yeah. not vulnerability. Yeah. So be mindful to recognize what it is okay. and what it is not. 100%, Doc. Thank you. Yeah. Doc, we're out of time, um, but I mean, it's been a very fruitful conversation, and I think uh, we are all a work in progress. Mm. So even if you haven't quite reached um, that destination of being able to embrace vulnerability, um, it's fine as long as we are constantly working towards becoming better people, whatever that means to you. So thank you so much for your time, Doc, and we'll chat again next week. Absolute pleasure. Have a good week, guys. Bye-bye. You too. Brilliant. Dr. Tepisoma Denji on Personal Mastery. And by the way, um, this conversation is available as a podcast on metrofm.co.za. So in the midst of whatever you may be getting up to today, if you just caught the tail end of it or whatever, maybe you want to send this to someone. Yeah, send this podcast to someone who think who you think needs to hear this. There's always somebody who needs to hear something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So whoever that is in mind, send this podcast to them and uh, make sure that they, you know, start moving into the right direction. Wake up on Metro FM. Weekdays, 5 till 9 a.m.